Are you ready? A Shot of Wrestling. Episode 238. And away we go. Shot, boy. Is that the message you got? We about to go live, but you're ready to rock. So take a shot. Oh, so take a shot. Oh, yeah. I'm a street breaker. I'm a heartbreaker. This is my job. I'm a bone breaker. Strip land into war. About to seek and destroy. It's an SOW. Let me hear you make noise. Take a shot, boy. Is that the message you got? We about to go live, but you're ready to rock. So take a shot. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 238 of A Shot of Wrestling. I'm your host, at Michael J. Putty, joined, as always, Hollywood Mark Schwann. Marcus, how are you doing today? Oh, loaded question, my man. How am I doing today? Well, I had a week to let things sink in. Uh, I'm doing better than I was earlier on in the week. How about you? How are you doing? Um, besides a bunch of fucking nut job lunatics... Rating my Capitol building? I'm okay. Yeah, yep yeah, that that would be it. <laughs> that be that, it. that would be it. <laughs> that could... <laughs> There's a funny meme going around. Uh, what a year this week's been, and that really sums yeah. it up pretty nicely. Yeah, I, you know, I'm, I'm really hoping like the new year really just starts January 20th. Yeah. You know, I mean, like maybe two, of course there's going to be a little bit of a carryover from 2020, but you know, let's hopefully 2021. This is just like a blip in the radar for this year, hopefully. I mean, it's a pretty big fucking blip. Huge blip. <laughs> Something I never thought I would see. Never. It's fucking nuts. I, was... I felt like I was watching Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. It was insane. And we were just talking before the show started. We both were watching it. Well, I was watching it live as it unfolded. I was watching the speeches. Then they show the crowd outside. And the crowd got larger and angrier and more stupid. And then they see them going up the stairs, and next thing they're walking into the building, and I'm like, what the fuck's going on here? But you said you, yeah. thought, you stepped away for a minute, and then you came back, you're like, holy shit. Yeah. I took a shower. Came back out. I was like, hey, what'd I miss? Yeah, bad what? timing. Bad timing, my friend. What? It's nuts. I watched fucking uh, Mitch McConnell give like a face turn on the fucking Senate floor, and next thing I know, as we're, as some people think Antifa is fucking uh, breaking down the fucking Capitol building. Yo, wait, you don't you don't believe it was Antifa, right? Oh no, I have a brain in my head. Okay, thank you. I was just saying I, I might have to resign right now. <laughs> I'm just talking to these people, friends of mine on Facebook, who actually believe that it's Antifa. No way. Stop. Like, no. These people were caught red-handed. Their, their faces were all over the place. It's easy to look up their profiles. They were literally live streaming some yes. of this, some of these people in there, and it, it's easy to see. These are not Antifa. This is clearly Although there was some uh, Antifa in there, Mark. Trump. There was some Antifa in there. Oh, God. Girl, I used to, uh, went out with a couple years, I mean, longer than that, years ago. I'm still friends on Facebook, um, Instagram for some fucking reason. Uh, yeah, I'm drinking. That's why a lot of F-bombs are flying, because I'm also angry about what happened. Okay, let's go, baby. I'm going to join you. Uh, she's, a di- today. she's a diehard Trump guy, uh, woman. And she went down there. And she took pictures in front of the Capitol building. And she was like, don't listen to the media. There was millions of people here who are peaceful. Don't let some small number of crazy people who are probably Antifa agitators. I'm like, shut the-. I didn't even bother reading. Oh There's like five paragraphs God. long of this post. I'm like, but you know what though? I, I, I am let me, sure. Let me finish uh, real quick. Is Go like, for it. One of my, a good friend of mine is a diehard Trump supporter. 
And he mm-hmm. believes that this is Antifa and this is a left wing conspiracy. And I'm like, but you're a smart man. Like, you're not dumb. Why are you believing this? This is this is why I compare it to it's as if Charles Manson is the president of the United States. You know, it's not necessarily like he's doing the physical grunt work. He is a cult leader having his minions, having his people do it. And they all drink the Kool-Aid, man. Like I know some pretty damn smart people as well that have drank the Kool-Aid and they actually believe a lot of these things that Donald Trump is saying. It's, it's insane. I know uh, my wife, she's watching on Netflix, uh, about Scientology. Oh, okay. Uh, the Leo, oh, oh, Leo Remini. Yeah. Remini. Leo Remini. Re- Leo Remini. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Yes. So, you know, I, I pay attention to, like, is, you know, what she's is watching. Is it a documentary or her TV show she had? It's a TV show. Okay. Yeah. It's a whole TV series about, uh, her taking down Scientology. And it's crazy. Um, just a lot of the things that you, you hear in there, I, I can't help but think of Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. And, and and I hate to say the Republican, but it's most of the Republican Party because I don't believe it was all of, all Republicans that were so bad. No, absolutely not. You know, I, I see uh, – I'm a former Republican myself. You know, Are I, you I a former? Did you officially make the jump yet? Not on paper, but yeah, trust me, that's happening. I, I it turns out you have to have a proof of address, or you, you have to change on your license, which I never did get my address. So, oh, really? Okay, I get that done. Yeah, but listen, there's there some senators that have been speaking out against Trump about what he's been doing, you know. And I, I want to give some people the benefit of the doubt. I'm sure there may have been a, a group of people that did protest that may have done it peacefully that they, they saw what was going on and what, Hey, I want no part of that because you do see, you did see people like walking away from it. Yeah. I'm assuming most of them were peaceful. Yeah. You know, it's just like black lives matter. You, yeah. Like a lot, a lot of people were very peaceful. I shouldn't say it's just like black lives matter. Cause it's not, but you know, I guess the analogies right comparing. there because people yeah. were comparing them to the rioters and the looters over the summer. And that's all I've saw on Facebook to, from Trump supporters. Yeah, it's, it's not, though. Black Lives Matter, yes, where there are people that took advantage of a situation, for sure. There's always going to be those types. But in this case scenario, like, <laughs> this is just unfathomable. Everybody supported over the summer the peaceful protesters, the Black Lives Matter movement. Once those mm-hmm. people broke the target windows and stole the cell phones and stole stuff from the stores, that's crossing the line. That's breaking the law. Nobody I know with the right brain in their head supported those rioters. No, not at all. And... This is a whole other level. There's one thing about, hey, I'm I'm going to loot a Target or Costco, whatever the hell it might be. That's one thing, and that's still bad. But they 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 committed it's essentially treason. Yeah, what they did, going into the Capitol building, going to Congress, interrupting a ceremonial event of electing the next president of the United States to make that official. There's also a fucking difference between you feeling your race is being like targeted and you feel like your civil rights don't matter and you feel like you're being, you know, held down as opposed to your fucking candidate lost. Mm-hmm. And you can say what you will about the senators and the Congress went man and woman in there. You know, I certainly, I certainly feel a certain way about some of them. Yeah. You know, and I did feel bad. I, I did. I was concerned for, for their safety, even though like, I, again, I, I feel a certain way about some of them, but more than ever though, I looked at this and it was disturbing to see because it, that that Capitol building 
is a symbolism for our democracy. So mm -hmm. when I saw what was going on, I, I, I felt emotional uh, because I felt like it was an attack, an actual attack on our democracy. It was. Exactly what it was. Because the men and women that serve in that building, they're not always there. I mean, like so many names and people have come through that building, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but it's historical. Yeah. It's historical. We, we haven't seen something like this since the War of 1812. And then you see a Confederate flag being flown around in there, which never even happened during yeah. the Civil War. And here we are, 2021, and that's happening. It's just... Uh, I, there were a lot of different words I was using. I was sad. I was angry. I was disturbed. But most of all, I, heartbroken. That was the word that came to mind the most. Was I, I feel like I, it feels heartbreaking. Yeah. And people who just, and I'm just upset. People aren't upset about this. Oh, what about, what about the riots I, I, in the summer? You know, it was Antifa. Shut up. I feel like there are more people frustrated with this, no matter what. But like, you know, I do hear, I do hear a lot of the whole thing is, oh, it's Antifa, it's Antifa. That's just frustrating because of the, it, it's ludicrous to yeah. say that when <laughs> when there's actual proof that it wasn't. That's I'll I'll accept that more so than that I approve of what happened. If, if someone says to me, I approve of this happening. I cannot associate with you. I cannot talk to you. I cannot respect you. And I do not want anything to do with you. I don't care if you're family. I don't care if I've known you forever. I don't care if you're someone that can help my career. Uh, I don't care who you are. If that's something you firmly believe that you felt like this was the right move to do, then you are a despicable human being in my mind. Yep. And if you're listening right now and you are disagreeing with what I'm saying, if you feel like that this was the right move to do, unfollow us. Stop listening to the show. I really don't care. Um, I really can talk about this all night. There's so yeah. much. There's so many. I know. There's a, there's a lot to unpack. There's so, there's so much to unpack. There's so many emotions boiling through, going through social media, seeing these people post certain things on both sides. Um, it's just. Can, can I ask you something? I, and I, I, I don't know. I don't know if this is going to make the cut or not, but I, I just want to ask you person to person. Where do we go from here, man? Like, how, how do we come back from this? Because I, I, I would love to see our country unite. And I, I really love what Biden says with that message of, uh, of us coming together, us being united, us being one. But, you know, seeing this and seeing uh, what happened in the airport with Lindsey Graham, like they're, they're, yeah. trust me, I do not feel bad for Lindsey Graham, mm -hmm. but you know, human to human, I was scared for him. Uh, I don't know if you saw the video of, of Trump supporters completely surrounding him and attacking him verbally. And no, but I heard about they, it. They were getting they're getting close to physically as well. Uh, seeing that, like seeing that this won't end, I saw a QAnon video going circling circulating on Twitter, pretty much all but declaring civil war, saying that th this is not going to end. Uh, hearing like, with Twitter, like you know, when they banned Donald Trump permanently and all the social medias, but then you hear like. Uh, based on their, uh, based off what they're seeing, it seems like this is going to happen again. They, they say a possible date, January seventeenth, of another attack. Yeah. Like, where do we go from here, buddy? Like, dude, is there any, is there any way to come back from this? Yeah, but it's going to take a long time. It's not going to be overnight. You know, I, uh, myself, and other people have mentioned about the Proud Boys, these racists, white supremacists. Not all Trump supporters are racist assholes. No, they're not. But all racist assholes are Trump supporters. Agreed. So yeah, it's, it is a cult. He's a con man. 
this guy doesn't care about the police. He saw that the police were being disenfranchised. There's a disconnect in society right now. He used these keywords. He used these gotcha words, these scare tactics, and he conned the police officers, law enforcement, on his side. Right. He doesn't care about anybody else. So once we get it, and now the way that the media, now that the Republicans are turning their backs on him, it's just his cult is going to behind him uh, even stronger. What, what power does he have left? I mean, he, goes through, he couldn't get two senators in Georgia. All he needed was one, mind you. Yeah. Couldn't get two Georgias in Georgia, a Republican uh, state, elected to save the majority seat in the in this uh, in the Senate. He couldn't do it. That election was way too close. He but he he couldn't do it though, buddy. And, and then you see what's going on here with what happened. He then he lost more support from Republicans because there are some Republicans that are calling for the twenty fifth and or impeachment. And then just yesterday or Thursday, I should say. He does a video pretty much throwing the people that he loves and supports for doing what he did, what they did at the Capitol building, throwing them underneath the bus. Yeah, he, so he, what, he didn't mean that. What power? No, he, of course, he didn't mean it. But, you know, like, he said it. A president's words carry weight. Do they anymore? Like, what? What does he have left? What power does he have left? His Twitter has gone. Yeah, is, I kind of feel it? bad about that. You know, like, you know, I love drinking. You know, I'm a mm-hmm. big drinker, Irish, you know, stereotype. But when I take medication where I can't drink, I'm like, oh, man, that sucks. I miss drinking. But this guy's, like, addicted to Twitter. <laughs> now you take it away from him. I, he's got he's got with, with, with withdrawals. I'm sure he's going to be, like, sitting on the toilet. Like, what, what do we do now? You see, he was trying to uh, access other accounts to tweet, and they shut it down one by one. <laughs> well, that was the big thing when he became president is, like, there is an official presidential Twitter. But he decided right. for some random fucking reason not to use it. So he went back to it. That's my first thought. I'm like, well, he has the presidential one. Use that one. And newsflash, it's usually someone else running that account. Yeah, of course. Like but... Joe Biden has someone else running that account. Barack Obama had someone else running that account. You know, it, it's not necessarily that said person. But Donald Trump insisted on him being the one that tweeted instead of focusing um, on other things like, I don't COVID-19? know. COVID-19? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you ever hear that? Or the Russian hack, or the bounty that was placed on American soldiers. Again, we you, know, you pick, we be, pick one. We could be here pick all one. night, but uh, this is not a political pat- podcast. As much as I would love no. it to be one, I, and I, <laughs> when he uh, Eric Jaden would be all over that man. <laughs> when he announced his candidacy back in 2015, I had my own podcast back then. It was fun just to talk about it and break it down, and I would love to have that right now. But this is a wrestling podcast, Mark. Mm. It is. So it is. We, we do have to get into wrestling. If there is any Trump supporter still listening, we're going to talk about wrestling now. <laughs> you can you can uh, you can uncover your ears. It's okay. We can talk about wrestling now. Although I see what you have in the news, you might want to wait another ten minutes. Uh, <laughs> let's get right into the news. It's time for In the News with Michael J. Putty and Mark Schwab. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the news. And uh, you're welcome for not being a live show because me and Mark just spent the last half hour continuing the conversation about what's going on in the world. But we bypassed that for you. And we're getting right into the news. Marcus, the floor is yours. And we're coming back to it. (laughs) So 
WWE Hall of Famer Mick Foley has apparently called on Vince McMahon to remove President Donald Trump from the Hall of Fame. This is what he said on Twitter. Hey, Vince, how about throwing this sorry son of a bitch out of our Hall of Fame at Vince McMahon? Now, this was in response, of course, to the news we were talking about earlier before about the recent coup attempt. We're going to call it that. It was a coup attempt uh, that was made this past week at the Capitol. Vince probably won't do this, buddy. But do you think that this is something that he should do? Is this the right move for business? Not sure. Because it's the WWE Hall of Fame. If you're in the WWE Hall of Fame, it's fantastic. Except for a minor few who think it's a joke. If you're not in the WWE Hall of Fame and you have zero chance to get into the WWE Hall of Fame, you think it's a joke. There's no precedent. There's no rules. It's who Vince wants in, Vince wants in. Right. Okay? Donald Trump did do a lot to help the WWE back in the early days of WrestleMania. Like City, yeah. Yeah. So where would WWE and WrestleMania be without Donald Trump for those two or three years? Who knows? It would be somewhere. But Drew Carey's in, and he only made one appearance. So I get why he wants it him out. He is a very, he's a lightning rod, controversial figure. But they also got rid of Hulk Hogan briefly, and he's now back in. Not a real Hall of Fame, folks. Is he back in the Hall of Fame, or is he just back in WWE? He's in the Hall of Fame. He was, he was never out of the Hall of never, Fame. He was just he was never, never out? Okay. He was just not listed in the Hall of Fame. Did they, have they ever kicked anyone out? No, uh, of course Hall not. They're not going to kick anybody out. They're not going to kick yeah. Donald Trump out either because... But they won't let some people in. They won't let Chris Benoit in. They won't let Owen Hart in. Of well, course, you know, for you, very, these are all for very different reasons. You don't want a murderer in. You can't have a murderer in your fucking Hall of Fame. Do, do you want some a, a traitor in there? Let's 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 be real. But he was, he was also in already. And by the way, Mark, I was there for that. I heard his speech live in person. That's why I met the coach. Shout out to the coach. Big fan of the show. He's not. Just made that up. <laughs> so when Donald Trump got elected into the hall, elected air quotes into the Hall of Fame, he had a big relationship with the McMahon family. He had a big relationship with WWE. Uh, they're had, friends. They're yeah. friends. And let's be real. Like, as I said before, this is not happening. Most likely, Linda Linda McMahon. I almost said Linda Trump. Linda mm-hmm. McMahon was in the cabinet for Donald Trump. You know, uh, you know Stephanie McMahon, Triple H. Uh, they have pictures of Donald Trump. But they were there for his inauguration. Uh, Vince McMahon obviously has these close ties with him. This is not happening. I, I do not foresee it happening. Uh, also, but, I think nobody uh, cares. The, the question is, should it happen? Though, you, you listen. This made its rounds on Twitter. I've seen this thing get number of retweets, number of likes. Uh, people, of course, saying, uh, vocalizing their support for this movement. I don't necessarily know if it. I mean, Donald Trump probably won't care. He probably doesn't even remember that he's yeah. in the WWE Hall of Fame. He probably won't care. But it's more of a statement, I think. I, I think it, it, it's more of a statement from WWE's end. It's like we do not support this. I mean, look, Ben and Jerry's made a huge comment on Twitter about how they don't support this and how they, they believe that uh, the, the 25th Amendment should be invoked. Uh, there were a few other companies that did the same thing. Now, how big of a statement would that be for WWE? Vince McMahon, Donald Trump's best friend. Well, use air quotes for that. Everybody's but, Donald Trump's best friend. Yeah, exactly. It's until you're no use for me anymore. Ask Mike Pence about that. But it's a statement. And I think it would be a strong statement. It's not a real Hall of Fame, though. Well, what, that, does that, what, what, what does that say to the, to the people, to the employees, and to, to the wrestlers that work there? Obviously, not all of them are in favor of what Donald Trump is doing. 
you know, it's. I just don't think it's make a difference. It's not. It's not a legit. If Vince likes you, you're in. You're not. You're not. If you want to kick him out, there's no. How do you kick out somebody of a, something that doesn't exist? Now, who is to say that when Donald Trump is out of office, that Vince McMahon doesn't have him on for a show? Ratings gold. That's all they care. Both of them care about. Would you, would you support that? Would you watch that? If there was an ad Monday Night Raw, Donald Trump is the special host for Monday Night Raw this Monday. Tune in. Are you watching? I watch. I mean, I watch Raw. I wouldn't turn it off because he's there. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. I would not support that. Yeah, I mean, you know he's going to be a heel. <laughs> he has to be a heel, which means he has to get his ass kicked in some sense. No, I, honestly, I, I can't. I can't. I, I can't with him. But I don't see that happening. You know, like, I mean, it's ratings gold, moneymaker. I don't see that happening. God knows what he's going to do when he leaves in two weeks. Lord knows what he's going to do. Probably start I, his own I, network like he's been – the original plan was five years ago. But kicking him out would be a statement, but a statement that – no one would really blink an eye at. So you think it does nothing? It won't hurt business. It won't help business. I don't see MSNBC or CNN saying, "Oh, this just in: Donald Trump kicked out of the WWE Hall of Fame." No one gives a fuck. No one gives a shit about the WWE Hall of Fame, except WWE and myself and those involved in it. No, but we, yo, I mean, look, I mean, a large number of people watch WWE of all different backgrounds. I mean, what, what does that do? Like, you know, hell. Not for nothing. What's the point of kicking people, him out he, if you're not going to get mainstream media attention on it? Oh, check, check me out. Check me out here. People in the NFL, you know, someone took a knee. Colin Kaepernick took a knee, right? Yeah. Half, yeah. The, NFL, half the NFL fans flipped the shit. Yeah, hardcore football fans saying, I'm not watching anymore. Yep. And then you add the other half being like, holy shit, this is amazing. Would a move like this cause a rift exactly like the NFL? Then? Don't think so. First of all, he's already in. And no one really pays attention to the Hall of Fame. No, but I'm saying if Donald Trump were to be kicked out of the Hall of Fame. No one would care. He, no one care. Like, okay. I'm talking about wrestling fans. Wrestling fans. Like, WWE fans. Wrestling fans, I, I still don't think they would care. Okay. I think you would have that split where people who would agree with it, like, kick him out, kick him out. But kicking him out of the WWE Hall of Fame does what? Send the message, yes. You said the message, yes. He doesn't lose anything. Doesn't lose money. Doesn't lose anything. He's his fucking ring. I will tell you who would care. I would tell you right now who would care. And I will place any single dollar amount that you want on this if this were to happen. I will tell you right now who would care. It would be Donald Trump supporters. They would care. Even if they knew nothing about wrestling, if Donald Trump would be kicked out of the WWE, I guarantee you they would care. But again... I don't think they would formally kick him out. All they They're would do. This, this is, we're, we're talking around circus because it's not happening. All they I, would I'm do just, is what they do with Hulk Hogan. Just simply remove him from their website. That's all the Hall of Fame is now. Is he even website. on the website? Is he even on the website? He would have, he's in the Hall of Fame. He had to be. A couple people would notice. We would talk about it on the show for five minutes or eight minutes like we're doing now. And that would be it. End of story. What, do, what does that say for like the legends? Like Mick, Mick Foley is in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. We, we, I, if you're in the Hall of Fame, it, it's, it's, it's a huge honor. Right. People should right. be in the and W Hall of Fame. And once they he, actual... he literally sacrificed his body and, and, and everything to, to get to where he is. Uh, the dude's never going to walk to see him again. Yeah. It's probably going to get can't, worse. Can he put socks on? Right. And uh, obviously, you know, he's, he's a big, uh, he's, he's very vocal on, on social media about how he feels politically. And, and I'm sure he's not the only one that feels this way 
of course not. That's in the Hall of Fame. Like, it's got it's got to feel a certain way. That like, yeah, I'm in the Hall of Fame, but yeah, so is Donald Trump. And they that's were in the same class. Shitty feeling. Oh, that's right. They were in the same class, unless. But again, it's celebrities. The celebrity. He's not in the W Hall of Fame. He's in the celebrity wing. And I don't think people really pay too much mind to the celebrity wing. Again, because Drew Carey's in. He had one episode on the Royal, one appearance in the Royal Rumble. But every wrestling fan does. Mike Tyson is in the Hall of Fame. I beg to differ. I think because when I brought it up to a couple people, like, oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Or were they fan- were they wrestling fans? Yes. Yeah. Like, oh, sure, I forgot about that because people-, people don't know. People don't care about the the celebrity wing of the Hall of Fame. Okay. Okay. But again, if he is dismissed from the Hall of Fame, he won't get exiled or uh, impeached. He's just going to simply remove from the the website, and no one's going to fucking pay any mind to it. And that's the end of the story. I hope that, like, there is someone from WWE that does listen to our show. I, hopefully, they won't listen to what you said and say Donald Trump on Monday Night Raw will be rating gold. And uh, but you know, it will next. be. <laughs> it will be. Every news t- thing is going to cover because whatever he does afterwards. He's going to be rating gold. That would be that would be a bad PR move. Oh, huge! I, he won't do that because uh, people Vince will listen to people. I'm like, yes, people will people, watch. People will tune I, in. They, but they, they will they, never watch again. They will they will tuning in for the wrong reasons. Mm, yeah, no, agreed, agreed. And I don't know about you, Mark, with the uh, first ten minutes of the show and this ten minutes and the forty we spent in between. Let's move on. Yeah, let's move on. Let's 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 talk about some real wrestling stuff. Actual here. wrestling, yeah. Here. Rhea Ripley is reportedly Rhea. headed to the main roster soon. It's real. Rhea. Rhea Ripley is reportedly headed to the main roster soon. It's believed that Ripley's last woman standing match, uh, her loss to Raquel Gonzalez at NXT New Year's Evil Special, was planned to be her final appearance for the brand. No word yet on which brand she'll go to, but Putty, which show do you think could use her the most right now, Raw or SmackDown? You know, say about today. What's up? SmackDown's the only show I watch live. Oh. Okay, I tune okay. into Raw an hour late, so I can fast forward to all the BS and just fast forward. Yeah. And catch up mm-hmm. around the time the main event happens. SmackDown's so a show. Same with, same with me, admittedly. I, I, the SmackDown's the only show I watch live. And that's probably because we do the show right afterwards. Right. I think Raw could use the boost. We've seen the ratings are low. People love Ray Ripley. I think Raw would benefit her more. But I wouldn't mind seeing her and SmackDown. Yeah, I mean, so long as they use her right. But uh, I don't know. I, I I feel like with Charlotte Flair coming back to Raw, I mean, that extends roster. I'm not even talking about that. That would extend the feud. But you know, I feel like that women's roster is a little bit more flushed out. I feel like SmackDown could probably use that boost. Some of the way, like, you know, you have you have Bailey, you have Sasha Banks, you have Carmella, you have Bianca Belair. The addition of that's something you have Bianca Belair there, so the new young upper comer, Ray Ripley on Raw, they can balance each other out. I don't know because then you also have you have Oscar there, you have Charlotte Flair. Who else you have? Not Ross Charlotte Flair's already what 10, 12 time champion. It's get somebody else a spotlight, please. Talk about this a couple weeks ago with Charlotte Flair. I'm over Charlotte Flair being force fed down my throat at being a champion. Give somebody else a spotlight. Let them continue the rivalry. What are they supposed to do? Like, hey, Charlotte, stop being so good. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are they supposed to do? Like, yeah, Charlotte this is just natural. Work with this person. She's naturally that good. She's naturally yeah, that good. You, you built yourself into a corner here. You built her up. You hyped her up so much. Now, how about other people it? step up? 
step up. Charlotte Flair is so put star her in, quality. Put in rivalries with other people who need help. Put in rivalries with the, not- the notoriety. Then you throw Ray Ripley right into the Wolves then, right away. You go right back to where you started before when no, well, she was in WrestleMania. Well, Charlotte Flair is dealing with... Right back- well, Charlotte Flair is... De- I think I mentioned this too. Like, have Charlotte Flair play around the tag team division while she's doing now. Then oh, may stop. Right- we all stop with that. We all know that the Charlotte Flair tag team thing that's going on, they're leading to a match at, at uh, either Royal Rumble or the oh, Elimination Chamber. Probably WrestleMania. I think it's no, too, I don't, it's too I don't for think Rumble. I, I think Rhea Ripley probably wins the Royal Rumble. Is probably going to have a match at WrestleMania with Charlotte Flair when she becomes champion, when she beats Asuka at either pay-per-view beforehand. I, that's why I think it's going to Totally happen. disagree with you. Okay. But in the that's end, does, in the end, does it really even matter? She's going to kick ass wherever show she lands on. I'm looking forward to it. I, I hope so. I, I, I hope that she's not a bust. You know, like I, I, when you talk about star material it factor, I think Rhea Ripley does have that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you, you handle her right, and uh, things should be fine. Right. Give her a nice rivalry. Don't let and her she's lose. She's still young. She's still very young. I think yeah. that's something. That Don't give her the fucking retribution push where she loses every fucking match. Right. No, of course. But moving on, uh, Damian Priest, he was scheduled to be called up to the SmackDown roster last Friday. He was scheduled to be called up to work with Kevin Owens, Roman Reigns, and Jay Uso on SmackDown. But the angles next at the very last minute. Creative reportedly came up with a storyline where Damien Priest was supposed to come to SmackDown as Owens' best friend to assist him in a feud with Reigns and Uso. Priest was at SmackDown and ready to go, but Owens spoke up and essentially said it made no sense for Priest to be his best friend. Kevin Owens reportedly mentioned how they have nothing in common and how they could still do the angle, but there wasn't much logic in Priest being introduced as his best friend. Roman Reigns then reportedly spoke up and agreed, and someone with uh, the pull that Roman Reigns has, of course, this got nixed right away. So Damian Priest, he's still set to be called up in the near future, but with this being out in the open right now, does this, does this move, does it hurt, or does it help Damian Priest? Neither. He's fine. Neither. Okay. He's fine. He's fine. This is the smartest thing Kevin Owens has ever done. Kevin Owens being best friends with Damian Priest makes absolutely no sense. Zero sense. Zero sense. Now, if they went through with this, do you feel like that would have hurt Damian Priest? No. It would. It would have helped. It would have been fine if if they went through with it. It would have been fine. It'd be like cold pizza. Okay, it's fine. When I say hurt, though, I, I mean like it would be just another typical call up in NXT from NXT, uh, introduced to the main roster, introduced to like people that don't necessarily follow NXT, but like who's this guy? Best friends with Kevin Owens. All right. Uh, if they handle it well, no, it wouldn't have hurt him at all. And it, w- it would have been like another it would have been, call up, in my opinion. It would have been a dead end once the storyline's over been, with. And then he'd be scrambling around trying yeah. to find a storyline. And I think you're right. I think props to Kevin Owens. Yeah. I think Kevin Owens actually saved Damian Priest. He's absolutely, one hundred percent saved them. So props to Kevin Owens. You just definitely saved this young man's career. Damian. And double props to Roman Reigns for backing him up. Yeah, having a mind and smartness to realize, wait, this doesn't mean they didn't mean like look like they would be friends, right? Everybody zero in common. Everybody knows the story between Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. That makes sense. Yeah, that 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 would have made it. Well, it was, after Sami Zayn, there was somebody else who had Kevin Owens back that didn't really make sense. I forgot who it was. Jericho? No, it was recently. But like, yeah, this made no sense. Damian oh, Priest, Aleister Black. Yes, thank you. 
Damian Priest is somebody on my list to one to watch. In uh... yeah, yeah, and actually look what happened to Alistair Black afterwards. That means you're sensing like, I have you heard from Sam? No. Right. Damian Priest is somebody who I was very impressed with right away during the Survivor Series and NXT weekend. That was 2019. You cannot fuck up this guy. This guy is awesome. I think this guy's going to go places. He's going to be a big, huge star in this company. If handled right. Exactly. Don't fuck him up. And this was a huge, huge red flag. And again, I hate to repeat myself because I always do. Props to Kevin Owens and Roman Reigns for realizing, nah, this won't work. So now I'm curious to see what happens with. I think his time in NXT is done, the way they handle it with uh, Karrion Cross. All right, now it's just a matter of time. Where does he end up? Ross, SmackDown, the right storyline, right angle. He's going to be huge, huge star in 2021. That's that's the thing. He needs the right storyline. He needs the right angle. Royal Rumble. He'll probably be the Royal Rumble. He won't win. Maybe, most likely. Uh, hopefully he has an impressive appearance, and that catapults him into uh... – His entering work you can't question at all he's got a great look it's great just, look you know, great character great move set and i just like I was, how, how often do you see someone get called up in nxt and their character flounders or falls flat or they just don't have anything from creatively like you know if vince doesn't like quite you, a bit Alistair Black. it happens quite a bit vince likes this guy that's huge he has the right people behind him so i'm hoping this goes somewhere but vince changes his mind like left yeah, and right true. I mean, there are plenty of people that, there's plenty of people that vince liked that did it make it? I mean, hell, Vince McMahon loved Drew McIntyre when he first came to WWE, called the chosen one for a reason, and uh, eventually was fired. Now, of course, you know, Drew McIntyre took that personally and went on to do great things outside of WWE and then came back bigger, better, and better. Of course, to come fast forward, he's our WWE champion. But, you know, not everyone's Drew McIntyre. There have been plenty of other stories where that did not happen. I think he'll break the curse. I think he will succeed in the main roster, whatever show he ends up on, if handled well. Yeah, if they don't put him in a storyline like this. Now I'm curious, what storyline do you bring to Damien Priest? And I um, hope it's a good one. Yeah, hopefully. Because I think the sky's the limit for this guy. I think he's the next big thing. I'm going to pause before I say it's the next big thing. I, I see a lot of potential in that dude, but I, I feel like... If handled well. That's the thing. NXT creative, some, there, there creative are some is two people, There are some people that can get over that. They, they have that special je ne sais quoi. They have that special it factor that they can overcome bad booking. There, there are a select few that can do that. I do not feel like Damian Priest is one of those people. I feel like Damian Priest is very talented. I feel like he's got a lot of potential. And I, I, I kind of put him in the same category as Keith Lee. I do not feel like Keith Lee is untouchable. We've been kind of seeing that in WWE when he got called up to the main roster. I, I think Keith Lee, again, is another person that has a lot of potential if handled correctly. And I put Damian Priest in that same category. But only time will tell for that, Mark. We shall see soon enough, I think. Uh, I think we should probably see him by the end of the month, probably Royal Rumble. Yeah, he's definitely going to the Royal Rumble. Yeah, I'm totally, yeah. that's hands down, he's in the Royal Rumble. And hopefully, it's an impressive showing. Maybe it limits a couple people, maybe it lasts a while. Strong showing leads to a strong debut on whatever show he ends up on. And I think 2021 will be a good year for Damian Priest. Absolutely. I think actually even so, like if they debut, I think the better way to debut this guy, I mean, he's a monster of a man. It gave him a few squash matches. Just so, introduce so him as a normal call-up. Yeah, maybe. Showcase him. Showcase him. Like, you know, give him some squash matches and eventually give him like a little bit better talent along the way. Give him some better matches. Don't throw him in the hunt right away. 
wasn't even you thinking know, about that option. That's a possibility. Great idea. Showcase that he is, his finisher move is called the Razor's Edge in honor of Scott Hall. They said earlier in this conversation, introducing to the people who don't watch NXT. And so that's a good way to do it, too. If you look at it, if you look at the numbers, there are a lot of people that don't watch NXT. Yeah. So you, you can't take for granted that people know who he is. Like there's exactly. people that watch Monday Night Raw or SmackDown. I wasn't even thinking about that option. It's a good option. I, 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 I would be for that, too. You got to do something like that with him. Yeah, totally agree. That would be that would be much better than throwing him as a best friend for Kevin Owens. and That would have made no sense. Like you being AJ Pan's best friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I choose him to be my guiding light. Yeah, you should. It really fucking helped <laughs> you. You hear that, AJ? It's never happening. Don't, sh- don't scream into the microphone. Sorry, I, you just make me angry whenever you bring up his name. I mean, Mark, anything else in the news? I don't think I have anything else. No, I got nothing. Let's get into some TV takedown. It's time for this week's TV takedown. Mark, what a great way to start 2021 in the wrestling world. Monday, we start with Raw. We ended with tonight with Friday Night SmackDown and everything in between was home runs. I think it was a great week of TV beginning to end. So hard to pick, Mark. What was your TV takedown this week? I mean, yeah. Yeah, buddy, you're right. I mean, there are a lot of highs this past week in wrestling. There were a couple of WTF moments, but there was one historic moment in my eyes. I'm talking about AEW Dynamite. That end with the Bullet Club reunion. You have Omega. You had the Good Brothers invading. Then you had the Young Bucks as well. (laughs) I was like, what? Now, it brought back some flashes to me back from the late 90s. It reminded me of a group called the NWO, the New World Order. And I, I had me thinking, am I wrong about all this? Did I? I, I kept saying there's going to be a war between AEW and Impact. I think I read that completely wrong. I, I think we may have a different type of war here. Is, do, you, do you view this as something as a second coming of the NWO? No. You mentioned there's going to be a war between... AEW and Impact, and that's what I felt like it started out as, but I never really bought into it, and we talked about it on air a couple episodes ago. This doesn't feel like it's a war or an right, like invasion. That was the word we used. This, not an this, feels, like, this feels like something else, right? Like, now, all of a sudden, it started on Impact, Kenny Omega and the, and the Good Brothers, reuniting the Bullet Club, but then you throw in the Young Bucks. Now, I don't know anything about the Bullet Club. I've never shot away from saying that. Were the Good Brothers, Kenny Omega, and the Young Bucks in the Bullet Club at the same time? Because I know the Bullet Club yes. was very NWO-esque in the fact there were so many members. Yes. So I don't know the history of the Bullet Club, and I will admit that. I. So I don't know the the timeline of the Bullet Club inductions, but that's that's what's going. It, it seems like it's a reformation of the Bullet Club, and it'll be the Bullet Club invading uh, it's both be, shows. Both shows, yeah. Now, that's what I say. It's kind of NWO-esque, but different. I feel like it's almost like on steroids. You you have these uh, these incredible talents here in Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers and Young Bucks who all formed a name for themselves with New Japan as a bullet club. And for the first time ever, we were seeing a, a mainstream American TV on two different shows. Yeah, we've never seen anything like this before. I, I feel like we actually did watch history in the making. When Kenny Omega said a few weeks back on Impact that they're creating history, uh, you know, one could say like, "Oh, okay, you know, that's a good marketing ploy," or uh, 
you know, okay, it makes me want to tune in to see what's up. You know, are we going to see AEW Impact Works? Yeah, that'd be cool to see. This is, I can't, I can't recall back in my wrestling encyclopedia of something like this happening, where a faction waged war on two promotions. Yeah, it's interesting. An angle I'm more behind than AEW versus Impact because I don't never really bought into that war rivalry, and I'm down for it. I'm like, okay. So now I'm just curious to see how this plays out. Now, will the Young Bucks appear on Impact? Will this invasion, this 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 faction now invade the other shows? Yeah, are they just going to run wild everywhere they go? I I think that would be cool. I feel like so far they're 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 handling the storyline again with kid gloves. They're handling it with great care. Uh, I guess Which is like something they're not rushing it. Yeah, exactly. Something that's a lost art form in this business. Yeah, slow build. Slow build. I don't see this going away. I only see it escalating. I, I, again, man, I can't stress enough. I feel like we're watching history and making wrestling. Like, how often have you been saying, like, man, I just want to see something new. I want to see something fresh in wrestling. Because you feel like you know, a lot of that stuff gets recycled over time and time again. This feels fresh to me. Are you familiar with the Bullet Club? The history of the Bullet Club? I am familiar with the Bullet Club. As you, I did not follow them, you know, religiously. I did not necessarily watch New Japan on a regular basis. I was very aware of who the Bullet Club was. You're was aware, of it, aware of it. Are you familiar with the history of it? Like who's I, in it? Who's one? When was? As far as like who was in? Yeah, I, I, I'm aware of that. Okay, good. Yeah, I, the, I, so AJ Styles. You got Finn Balor. Yeah, AJ Styles was Finn Balor. Right? I know my man Jeff. Our boy Jeff Jarrett was in there for a while. I'm like, what? What? What's going on with the fucking Bullet Club? Is it still around? Is it still a thing? I haven't heard the Bullet Club mentioned outside WWE and AEW for a long time. Sure. Sure. Still going strong. Who's the leader of the bull club right now? Dude, New Japan Pro Wrestling just had a show recently at like 3 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> it was all over Twitter. I had no idea. <laughs> that one guy, like, honored Edge. I'm like, that was a nice touch. That was cool. That was cool. Mark, there are so many options I have for my takedown of the week. I don't know which one to pick. I'm just going to briefly burn right through most of them. In fact, uh, number one, last woman standing mm-hmm. match. Breached. Raquel Gonzalez, Rhea Ripley. That was a match I kind of got distracted through. When I first watched it, I had to rewatch it again. And it was, they, they just, it was awesome. It was a hard-hitting match. Lived up to the hype. It was a wild brawl. They used all the elements of the Capitol Wrestling Center. And that ending, it was, and that little, you know, the little brief little help by uh, Dakota Kai. Thank you. And she took care of that right away. Locking her in that locker. That was, that was a nice touch. And the way that it ended with that stage crashing down, I just thought it was a nice touch. You don't see that too many of that stuff in NXT. Now, this, that cemented Raquel Gonzalez as my one to watch in 2021 off coming that hot win in War Games. I think they have huge plans for her. There is no doubt the sky is the limit for Raquel Gonzalez in NXT. I am not going to question that. We've talked about this in the show before, time and time again, that the potential of this woman has. And I honestly I, I honestly think that she's overdue for a title shot uh, with Io Shirai, who I think she could beat. Yeah. Who I would not be surprised if she beat, become the next NXT Women's Champion. But my question is, after watching that, is what now for Rhea Ripley? You know, of course, we just talked about before that she's going to go to the main roster. But, you know, with a loss like this, I mean, it wasn't like she lost with a small package. It wasn't like she, oh, yeah. you know, she won fine. a match. 
you know, she she got decimated going no, she, through that table. She's fine. Um, you, you you don't think that hurts any momentum going to the main roster? No, Mark. Like you just lost to Raquel Gonzalez, a, a woman that's up and coming. She's not even on the top of the mountain yet in that ro- in that roster. Uh, now she's going to the major leagues. You know, like two points, I, Mark. That's, that's what I question. That's why I question. I, no. I don't question Ray Ripley. I, I think she's got that it factor. She can overcome a lot of things. I just question the momentum going in. Two points, Mark. It has nothing to do with anything. One, back in the old school territory days, when you're leaving the territory, you put over the young talent. And that's what she did. But you you still look strong. She put over the talent. She did what she had to do. She did her job. And she did it fantastically. And two, we just mentioned it earlier. A lot of the audience in the main roster does not follow NXT. Sure. So they won't know. But was on the main roster, not in a permanent role. She was in the main roster earlier before uh, last year. You put over Ray Ripley. You put over Raquel Gonzalez as your replacement. Go into the main roster. Again, most people won't even know what happened in NXT. You might have a point. There Does not that. hurt her at all. This is she did her job. No, she is someone that definitely deserves that spot to be in the main roster. It is, it, it's the time is overdue for her to be there. You know, I, I feel like they should pull that trigger earlier. Like even after she lost to Charlotte Flair, I think she definitely more than earned her spot to be up there. I thought she put on a hell of a match with Charlotte Flair. I know a lot of people bitched about the ending uh, with Charlotte winning. Saw no big deal with that, you know. I, uh, but it, it didn't make sense for me, for, at least in my eyes, for her to go back to NXT from there. But so I'm glad that she's back where she belongs in a more in a permanent position on the main roster. She's going to kick ass. She's someone not like Keith Lee, not like Damian Priest. She has that it factor. She can overcome, I feel like, any bad booking. And the NXT women's division is in good hands with Raquel Gonzalez. 1,000%. 1000%. Like, you know, they could do, they could do a lot of different things with her. They could win the 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 was it the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic. I feel like I butchered that name. The women's uh, the, the Dusty Rhodes Women's Tag Team Classic, yeah. Thank you. Uh the her, her and Dakota Kai can kick ass. I, I didn't think about that. That's great. Or even I could see a storyline like this where like, you know, they, they make it far enough but they lose like, in the semifinals of it or whatever at, at Dakota Kai and and Raquel Gonzalez, they split up. They have a rivalry together. Uh, do you feel, a lot of do you ways feel like can go. they need to break them up and have a rivalry before she enters the title picture? Yes. Okay. Yes. I think so, actually, because or or not. I mean, dude, there's, they can't fuck this up. There's just so many good things they could do. They, they you, have the have women, to... you still have the women's tag team titles, too, which have, right. are all supposed to be dependent on NXT. So I'm hoping maybe they give them a brief title run, and then that maybe leads to their split, much like the uh, role models did. Or you could even have Dakota Kai being the one to beat Io Shirai and have something along with that, have like a Diesel-Shawn Michaels split there. You know what I mean? And have that rivalry. So basically the uh, sky's the limit here. There's so many options in 2021 for Raquel Gonzalez, but the sky is the limit. And, and, I, and Dakota Kai, actually, if you think about it, Dakota Kai, like, she's definitely someone that, that stepped into her own. I, I feel like they don't necessarily need each other per se don't. anymore. But I mentioned it is it's a great week of TV. Uh, I, I love the Drew McIntyre, Keith Lee match. I thought it was a great match. Karrion Cross, Damian Priest, I thought it was another show-stealing match. Finn Balor, Kyle O'Reilly, I think, was 
would have stole the show if it wasn't for Cal Gonzalez. A lot Gonzalez. of great things there. Now you did a huge surprise. Huge prize was uh, Dolph Ziggler, the Salty Dogs winning the championship. I thought that was a good match too. I oh, dude, that, that was great. That finisher. Yeah, I just the thought tag team finisher yeah. right there was perfect. Mentioned it last week how they were winning me over, although they were a tag team for a while. Something about last week. Different. Like, You're right. Flip the switch. They were dressing alike, which I history of the show. You mentioned that's a big pet peeve of mine. Tag teams mm-hmm. dressing alike. They had a team name. They had a team shirt, team logo. And last week, I'm like, this, these guys are probably going to go places now, finally being pushed as a legit tag team that two guys put together. Here they are winning it, not only winning the tag team titles from guys who have held it for most of 2020, they won it with a new, impressive finisher. And he did it clean. They look strong. So I am all in strong. on they, 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 the strong safe looked, probably. Yeah. You, you mentioned a name. There, buddy, with Drew McIntyre and Keith Lee. I thought that was a fantastic match. Uh, definitely. Listen, Keith Lee looks strong there. I know some people might, might be bitching that Keith Lee lost. That was a strong loss. Like, there, there's no doubt. He lost. You know he's going to lose. But he, he held no his own. He, he held. He if, anything, if anything, there were a couple moments in there where I thought Keith Lee might win. Which made it great. It was awesome. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was great. And then we had the end. Do we have to talk about this? We are. We, we're going to talk about this. Goldberg. Goldberg. Do you know what happened with this? <sighs> what do you mean? Apparently, Drew McIntyre was supposed to cut a promo against the Legends, and Goldberg was supposed to come out to defend the Legends, but they were short on time. So they hoped. Hey, so that's, that's what, that made no sense. What you, exactly. What, what, they hoped okay. Goldberg was going to ad-lib and be able to piece everything together he didn't he cut the promo he was given which made no sense why is he disrespecting the legends when he never disrespected the legends right the, the drew mcintyre character we know is nothing but respectful right so it made no sense so i'm curious to see what happens monday when they clean it up and maybe start all control all delete that didn't happen here's what actually is supposed to happen i actually did not know that that's hilarious makes more sense now a lot more sense uh thank you for that <sighs> I hate to ask you, Putty, but I feel like I have to. It's in my notes. You don't have to. It's in your notes. You don't. It is. It's there. Is there any chance at all? Is there any chance that we're going to see this? Goldberg beats Drew McIntyre at the Royal Rumble for the WWE Championship? Chance, yes. Will it happen? No. I think Goldberg needs to lose and put Drew McIntyre over here. Oh, I agree with that. I, I Actually, I don't think this match needs to happen at all. No one does. <laughs> thank God, by the way, thank God they're doing it at the Royal Rumble, where everyone's going to be paying attention to the Royal Rumble event. They're not just going to be paying money to see Drew McIntyre versus Goldberg hey. or even Roman Reigns versus Adam Pierce. Hey. No one's paying for Drew Mac- uh, Roman Reigns versus Adam Pierce. They know for Adam Pierce, by the way. I'm happy for him, but. But, you know, you heard me say a couple months ago he's going to get involved in the match somehow. Mm, yeah, you did. You did. Because you did. they don't give a shit about the matches outside of the Royal Rumble. So they know this is the there, sa- there have been some there have been some damn good matches some. outside the Royal Rumble. But they know the main event is the Royal Rumble, so that this is their chance to experiment, and uh, they're doing it. Because now you know, I mean, now you have two Royal Rumbles. You have the women's yeah. and the men's. I'm curious to see what happens here. Okay, Goldberg versus Drew McIntyre match. I never wanted to see. Don't care to see. It kind of makes you think back to Roman Reigns promo. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, said so the Drew McIntyre. You're number two. You're number two. 
you're, you're just there for like, if I don't want to do something <laughs> or if I'm not available to do something, they'll, they'll give it to you. This is exactly what happened. <laughs> Maybe. Looking back at that, that was a shoot. Yeah. I mean, you know it was going to be Adam Pearce when he was announced as part of the match. So he's not going to win the championship. Adam Pearce? No, of course not. No, I mean, I mean no, not so, at all. But gold, which, there, is a, there is a good chance. I, I would say there's a good 75% chance Goldberg wins. Really? Yeah. Then who's he face at WrestleMania? Because it's going to be Goldberg <laughs> versus Roman Reigns. The rematch was, I heard, a couple weeks ago, but that got apparently scrapped. So who does Goldberg face? Who wins the Royal Rumble here? I don't know. The Fiend rematch? No, I don't want to see that. No, I don't. I dude, I I'm I'm sorry. I'm just going to say I don't want to see Goldberg on my TV at all. Yes. I I really don't. Finally, Mark Impact was great. I am so 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 excited to see what happens with the third face of Sue Young, Susan. Mm. I, I'm like, what is this? I watched it. I'm like, this is going to go places because Susan is a new Karen and Karens are fucking everything up nowadays. <laughs> is, is Susan going to be the Karen of impact? And it's amazing how so different she looks. She is a very talented woman. Like we always give credit to like Mick Foley for the different characters that he played. That was Sue Young or Susie, or Susan, whatever you want to call her. It's in the same level. Impact last two weeks, and they always do. And the last two weeks of the year, they do a recap, best of. And I thought about, oh, what's going to happen with uh, Sue Young and Susie? Just, I didn't think anything of it. I just thought, like, oh, what's going on with them? And they, boom, right away, first show of the year, they bring it back to me. And the first thing I thought of was a three faces of Foley. Now we have three faces, and I didn't think about Susan. Susie, Sue Young, and, like, Susan, dressed in a suit, no make, no makeup whatsoever. No. Glasses. I'm like, what is this? And it was, what, maybe not even 10 to 20, 30 yeah, seconds. Yeah, it's very short. Very short. But I'm so excited to see what happens. And this is something I do not think they're going to fuck up. Knowing Impact like I do, thinks it's going to be a home run. And I'm so excited to see what, it, what the future of Susan holds on Impact Wrestling. Tuesdays, Access TV, AXS TV. Got to give it up to her. You know, just like... How Anthony Hopkins only had 20 minutes of screen time and Silence of the Lambs and one on Oh, really? Oscar. You had Anne wow. Hathaway, who had about the same time, maybe even less, and Les Miserables won an Oscar. Sue Young had about less than 30 seconds of screen time and stole the show for impact. No, she said, I'm Susan. That's all she said. Yeah. Yeah, Amazing. that's all she Amazing. said. Goes to show the type of talent, the type of, you know, what we said before about the it factor. That that woman has. Yeah. She didn't definitely. step in the ring. She only said, I'm Susan. And that was it. It's all the show. I mean, it was all over Twitter. It was all over social media. It's great. It's what people are talking about for Impact. It's the biggest takeaway from it. And you had a lot going on in Impact. In the ring, Sue Young, they better give her all the money in the world. They better never, ever, ever let her leave. Because no. I'm sure, I am sure the people in WWE watch that. There are people at AEW to watch her. Like there, be, there are people that are very much aware of the skill set that Sue Young has, and they would sign her in a heartbeat because she definitely has it. And this Saturday, it will be Genesis on Impact Plus TV. Again, after the fact, the show posted afterwards. I'm assuming that, that they'll do anything with Susan on that show. Curious to see. I think I'm drunk. Not yet. You I think more. you're drunk, too. No, not yet. You have one more. I, I can do one more. 
I'm just, one more. I'm just feeling uh, nice. Anyway, Mark, I uh, honestly feel I could talk again all night about Sue Young, Susan, Susie, but uh, people don't want to hear that. Let's, let's get some go-home thoughts. So what do you got for me this week? I finished Cobra Kai. Oh, how was that? Uh, dude, one of the, probably the best shows I've seen. Really? Yeah. Overall or just this season? Like, the season was so great. Over, overall. Overall. Like, I, I strongly recommend you watch it, man, if you haven't already. Like, Copa Kai, seriously, it's, it's funny. It's kick-ass. It's got great music. Fucking phenomenal music. Um, dude, I know you're not, you aren't a big uh, Karate Kid guy. or yeah, you, you've never watched it, right? No. I watched the first episode of Copa Kai, like, a year or two when it first came out, but I haven't gone back yeah. since. Oh, dude. Such a good fucking show. Other than that, man, like, I got nothing, man. Other than the fact that, like, I'm just going to go right back to it. I hope to God they impeached this motherfucker this week. They're not going to. Not, too much, not, not enough time. <sighs> Something's got to be done, dude. He cannot He cannot leave this unpunished because a bunch of motherfuckers going to see this. If he goes out unpunished from this, you know, five people died, right? Five is a, a, I think it was five moment? now, yeah. Yeah, and he walks away from this. It's it's just going to send that message to people like this is okay. This can't happen again. It will happen again, and it'll be even worse. But you need to squash this now before even someone can even think about doing this again. We got to punish him in some way so we can't run in twenty twenty four. Censorship, impeachment prevents him from. People need to be held accountable. And I'm not hey, listen. We, we're throwing Donald Trump's name out there, but you know it's got to be Ted Cruz, it's got to be Josh Hawley, it's got to be, you know, everyone that was involved in this. Rudy Giuliani helped incite the violence as well. Like all these people need to be held accountable. Yep. It was atrocious. What we saw in there was despicable, and I, I I hate to go back to this man, but like seriously, it's all I can think about uh, because. It was just a monstrosity of a sight to see. Do you hear about the woman who came out today that she came to a reporter saying that she was she was maced and she was crying <laughs> her eyes out because of the pepper, pepper spray? And then gave her name and said where she's from and said this was a revolution that she was in there. Basically, just give them all the things they need. But she had an onion in her towel. So the, the, the tears were fake. The swelling in her oh. eyes were fake because she was rubbing an onion, a raw onion on her face. Why? Why? Is this, where did you get this from? Is this real? Yeah. There's oh. pictures of it. You see her talking to the camera, explaining what happened, but you see in the lower right-hand corner, and that towel is an onion. Anyway. I am at a loss for words. During Raw, I saw a commercial for something I never saw before. They started promoting a legendshop.com on WWE. So, bored me, went to it, and I ended up spending a lot of money because they have so much cool shit over there. They have, I bought myself a Million Dollar Man shirt, Mr. Perfect shirt, Batista shirt. If you want to buy, like, just Legends shit, they have Roddy Piper stuff, Ric Flair stuff. There's a couple of shirts I thought about buying for you, but then, like, you don't buy me shit. Why buy you shit? So, it's legendsshop.com. I'm not sure. It's legendsshop.wb.com. And so this is what you spent your stimulus money on. <laughs> but yeah, it was interesting because they have so... Audrey the Giant, Bam Bam Bigelow. Keep Ooh, Bam Bam. Let me scroll. China, Eddie Guerrero, DX, Diesel, Earthquake, uh, 
Rick Rude, Razor Ramon, Ric Flair, Steamboat, Piper, of course, Michaels, Triple H, Trish Stratus. So all the greats. Yeah, and it was it's, it was weird how they just all of a sudden on Raw they decided to separate. It I mean, think into about a separate Legend, Legends Night. Yeah, and I you fell know, for it like introduce like a schmuck. And I wasn't even drinking. I was sober as fuck. And I'm like, all right, let me still spend my money that I just got from the government for nothing and buy some shirts. Which you're, I don't... you're big You're big on that stuff. You're big on the merch. I've never been a merch guy. I am not a merch guy in a sense. I like, I like getting shirts, but I don't wear them out in public. I wear them like when I'm doing like the show. Right. I don't wear like – I'm wearing an Evolution shirt right now. I'm not wearing it out to the fucking grocery store. <laughs> I wear wrestling shirts to do wrestling podcasts with. I'm like, all right, so I got now more. Sh- now these, some of them are cooler. They're not typical wrestling shirts. They're, they're a little different, they're different style. I could wear them out in public, but I probably won't. Oh, so it's like one of like those vintage shirts that's like cool with hipsters now. No, it's not vintage. Or, it's just I, different styles. There's one that guy Baumgarter, Baumgarter, who does those, those nice paintings. A couple shirts of that. There's a couple like old school, like card style matches morning everyone's like uh, certain wrestlers matches and moves and interesting interesting yeah it's just it's just check it out legendshop.com if you have extra money to spend which all, most of us do because that stimulus came in through clutch for us cool people mark did you get yours finally did you get yours finally mark still waiting yes i did okay. i did finally get mine and hopefully in three weeks mark we get the extra 2000 we'll be fine mm, that would be nice that would be, be very fantastic nice. I, got, I, mean, I got medical bills to pay which i totally ignored like an asshole <laughs> And instead of buying more wrestling shirts, instead of paying for my bills, I'm still waiting for my medical bill to come. I'm curious to see what that motherfucker's going to look like. Yeah. By the way, I, I got I got something to go over here. All right, quickly. The little dog laughed. A play by Douglas Carter Bean. I'm in it. Oh, really? Yes, I've been rehearsing. Why'd you promote uh, that right away? Okay, preach. Past few weeks, man. I had a rehearsal right before the show. Uh, today, oh, over Zoom, it was a, we're doing this virtually. I have to say, man, like that was my saving grace this week. You know, when, when I did, uh, we had rehearsal Thursday and then today. And it, that, that got me on my funk right away. I was like in the zone. I was in the moment. It, it, for those like few hours when we were rehearsing, it made me forget all about the troubles in the world. And I got to say, man. It's a it, lot. It's a big statement. There, there's something to be said about that. When you do what you love right when you're when you're following your passion when you're uh and it could be anything it doesn't necessarily have to be like acting or you don't even have to do it professionally even if you enjoy drawing whatever gets you into that zone and that mindset whatever you love uh there's a lot of negativity out there in the world right now and you know i i see instead of focusing on the negative letting it drown you out letting you bring you down uh i say go towards the light go towards doing something you love to distract you from those moments even if it's just for a bit because I, I will tell you this, I felt so fucking good afterwards. I felt like on this this high. Nice. Good for you. Thank you. Does drinking count? Can I... <laughs> uh sure. I mean if, if you know, if craft beer is your thing, whatever. Like <laughs> wine tasting's your thing. I, you're, I, you're, I bought something that made me feel good about myself. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna go get it. I'll be right back. To fill in the dead air. Tell a joke that you know. Tell Tell a joke that I know. I don't know any jokes. There's a once guy named Putty. That's that's a joke right there. Michael J. Putty. I could sing. I don't think you guys want to hear that. 
Huh. What's going to talk about? <laughs> good one. It was a good one, actually. I said your name, and that was a joke. <laughs> That's fucked up. You're an asshole. <laughs> so it's the little things that make me happy, Mark. I watched Wonder Woman last weekend. Okay, what did you think of it? Some head-scratching moments. Yeah. Overall, not bad. I don't... Yeah, not bad. A friend of mine sent me a video. Like, this is sums up how I felt about it. And I watched it. And it was these guys just breaking down every single thing, criticizing every little thing. That's not how I watch movies, Mark. I watch movies to relax God. and get lost. Like, yeah, the clues listen, things didn't make any they're, sense. There's a couple things that didn't make too much sense. But right. they were just nitpicking. And overall, I just got lost. And I'm like, yeah, that's stupid. I wouldn't do that. But like overall, it was it was a fine movie. It's fine. It's supposed to be entertaining, just fun. It's a it's a ride. That's what it's supposed to be. Like if you if you're trying to look for anything more than that, if you're looking for like a great film or yeah. great cinema, uh, you know, you're looking at the wrong place. Like granted, there's not a lot of options right now to go to as far as for new movies. But guess what? You have Netflix. You have Hulu. You have Amazon. You you have Tubby. Even you have it. You have a lot of different things you go to if you want to watch some classic shit watch some great movies from the past but if you're looking just for mindless entertainment wonder woman 1984 nothing wrong with that but i also finished the mandalorian season two that's another show i have to watch have you started that no are you you're a star wars fan that's right i am a star wars fan i am so i do i don't watch i finally get myself enough mark this is a video we're trying on video so no one's going to pay attention to this but i bought myself (laughs) nice that is awesome. And it's just like so stupid and so small, but yet it's just so happy. Maybe you feel so happy just looking at this little guy. You are, you have a smile. You have a little you have a little gleam in your eye right there. I'm staring at fucking baby Yoda. How do you not fucking smile? <laughs> so now I'm like do I bring this to my job so I can sit at my desk and have some happiness at my desk? Do it. Do it, man. back when I when I worked actually like an office job, there there look, I had... look, how, look how cute this guy is. This is just I mean, I, that, that's this is not, no one cares. But that's terrible. When I worked in an office job back in the day, there was a dude that actually had like a life-size like a uh, stormtrooper uh, at his desk. Not like a life-size, but yeah, a pretty fucking big stormtrooper. Already on my desk, I can feel happy. Already on my desk, I have a a huge Pez dispenser mm-hmm. that is Yoda. Okay, so this might be a nice little pairing. But this is so fucking... And my boss hates Baby Yoda because she thinks it's so stupid and ugly. I'm like, how is this ugly? This is the cutest thing I've ever seen for someone who has no kids or pets. That's Does cute. that person hate dogs? No, she's a huge animal lover. Oh. I think she hates kids. Though. I hate Baby Yoda. I don't know. But this is one of the best... <laughs> you, you look at, I'm laughing. I'm look, just looking at it. I'm, You're I'm, a giddy. Look at you. They, you also, Mark, change. that could be a Jack Daniels talking. <laughs> speaking of which, You're I am passion. Speaking of which, I am done. Time for a refill, Mark. Let's wrap things up here. Mm, that's on you. This is a fun show. It was a fun show. This is fun. Most shows when we just drink and give two shits is fun because we had so much yeah. to drink about what happened this week. Mm. Hopefully, yeah, true. hopefully, there's no coup in the following week, Mark. Hopefully, the business is back to normal. It's a little too quiet right now. It makes me think of uh, you know. When the kids are running around, they normally they create yeah. a ruckus, but then it's like, then there's that quiet. It's like, what did they do? Something's going to happen. Like, it's the only thing I really without is my dog. Like, when she gets quiet, she's up to something. <laughs> she did something. 
And I, that's what I'm thinking right now. It's, it's been a little too quiet with Trump. Granted, he doesn't have social media yeah, access exactly. right now. But, but like, I think he still has Facebook, though, no? No, no. Zuckerberg shut him down. Really? Wow. But, hey, it's called national TV. You could just, you want to speak to the people, you could just do that. But uh, whatever. Yeah, you have a national uh, press secretary who release statements out. Like, yeah. she's your Twitter. Kaylee McInerney is your Twitter. You could just. Here. Don't give him ideas. He doesn't know that yet. He doesn't listen to this. <laughs> Maybe he does. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Anyway, so so uh, your favorite dot com. Oh yeah, thank you. Just steal my line. Go for it. I was waiting for you to say it. I'm trying to stall, but you're not saying anything. So I'm just going to feed you the line. Yeah, your favorite dot com. That's where you can find all my social media links. If you want to see more about the Hollywood assassin, your favorite actor, Mark Schwann. I have been your host at Michael J. Party. Until next week. Hopefully, in a calmer saner safer world take care of yourselves and each other putty out hey baby i hear the bell ringing hip tosses and body slams oh my and maybe you seem a bit confused yeah baby but i got you pinned <laughs> but i don't know what to do when i see them with that golden case they're cashing it in Authority all in my face. What is a man to do? Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>